We have a new sponsor for the month of March, Stacked Supplements. Stacked Supplements is a locally owned and operated supplement store located in five towns across the Midwest. Cape Girardeau, Missouri, Carbondale, Illinois, Evansville, Indiana, Marion, Illinois, and Paducah, Kentucky. Stack's goal is to help people get results by providing next-level service, products, and support. Stack Supplements is more than just a supplement store. They go above and beyond to help each and every customer achieve their goals and improve their health. Check out their wide selection of everything from general health products and vitamins, minerals, to pre-workouts, fat burners, and proteins, and so much more. You can check out their website at stacksupplements.com, and the link will be in the show notes. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well today. We are going to talk about something different today because we're not doing an interview. There's no interview this week, and also we were supposed to be doing on Monday, and then I said we were going to do it on Tuesday, and then I thought we were going to get get to it on Wednesday. We were going to do part three in our Biblical Womanhood series. We are going to be getting to that. It's going to be releasing next Monday, but we've had delays because everybody around here has been puking. We've all been puking this week. We went to a conference this last weekend. I got to speak at a college ministry conference, and then we came home, and then one after another, it was just like dominoes. We all got sick, and so everything's just really been delayed this week. And so now we're kind of getting back up on our feet. We have one person left that's not feeling well, and hopefully we'll be through it all by this weekend, so we'll just have to see. So there's been some delays on the Biblical Womanhood series, but it's coming Today, we're going to talk about why people rage against the patriarchy. Why people rage against the patriarchy. We're going to pray. Then after I pray, I'm going to tell you about a great giveaway and a new sponsor that we have for the month and how you can sign up for the giveaway for some stacked supplements. Let's go ahead and pray and ask the Lord's help. Father, we just need wisdom and direction. We always do, every day. We thank you for for your grace that's upon us. I thank you for uh, the fact that we get to live for your honor and glory today. And it's just a great joy to do that. Lord, help us, lead us. I trust that you will. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so we have a new sponsor for the month. It is Stacked Supplements. You can see right here, I am wearing some swag right now. I've got a hat on. For those that are listening in, you can't see the hat, but I've got a really cool hat on from Stacked Supplements. Stacked was started by a friend of mine from high school, and I actually knew him from going to church growing up. And he started Stacked Supplements and the supplement brand Muscle Force. And so we are partnering with them for the month, and uh, the official partnership is with Stacked, and we are doing a great giveaway with them, and you have four products that you could you could win. This is a whole package here that you can win, and if you're on Gab, all you have to do to sign up is to share your favorite episode from any of the episodes that have been on for the last about a year now of videos. You can share a video, and if you're listening on the audio podcast, if you will share and tag me or sign up for the giveaway that's going to be floating around on uh, Facebook, on the Facebook page. You'll be able to see that. It'll be on the Instagram page as well, and it'll tell you and prompt you how you can sign up. But for the Gab viewers, all you got to do is just share a video from your favorite show. Okay, here's what you're going to get. Now, I've been taking these for the last month, and I've really loved them so far. So here, here's what we got. We got a daily vitamin, daily force, and that is with uh, supporting your immune system. It's got essential vitamins and minerals, and it is just full of really, really good things on here. It's a really a great 
daily vitamin. would encourage you to look into this. If you don't win, go to stackedsupplements.com. You can see the link in the show notes, and you should uh, definitely get you some. Okay, then some fish oil. Here we go. Some good old fish oil that's really good as well. This is like your daily thing that you can take as a part of your vitamin regimen. And then this has been a really neat thing as well. This is uh, called OptiGreens 50, and this is just full of vegetables, fruits, everything you could possibly think think of. There's a probiotic in this as well. And so if you sign up, you can get get uh, that as well if you are the lucky winner. And then finally, you can get you some really good protein. This is uh, Isoforce Protein. This is the Muscle Force brand, and they put this out there, and it's uh, it's good stuff as well. So if you're like working out and trying to get big, then you may want some of that stuff. If you're big and you're trying to get healthy and you're just trying to get skinny and pastors, this is the boat that I know many of you are in, then some of these daily vitamins, this can be really helpful just in, in overall health. So I'd encourage you to check that stuff out. Okay. If you want to sponsor the show, if you have a product, you just reach out to me. If you want me to review your product, reach out to me and I would love to uh, partner with you. We do month by month partnerships. So this month is Muscle Force and Stacked and then next month will be the Banner of Truth and then we'll figure out who and what is next. Okay, let's talk about the patriarchy. Why do people rage against the patriarchy? Pastors, why are we nervous about the term patriarchy? There is a umbrella of biblical theology called biblical complementarianism. Okay, complementarianism is this term that was coined in the 80s. You guys know it well. And the debate is back and forth between egalitarianism, which is a non-Christian view of gender, and sadly many Christians hold that non-Christian view of gender and sexuality, and then complementarianism, which is more biblical, but the idea is that the man and the woman complement one another, and there's some great truths in complementarianism, but there's some sense that people shy away from the term patriarchy, and one of the reasons I think people shy away from the idea of father rule and what that means in the home and in the church and in the world is because of all that's draped around it. And right now, I mean, people hate the patriarchy. There is just rage against the patriarchy. There's people screaming about the patriarchy and colonialism and racism and white nationalism and all this kind of stuff. And patriarchy is this word that just gets thrown in there as well. And there's this recoil that people have with this term that I think is silly. Just embrace it. It's what the, the Bible teaches, Father Rule. The Bible is patriarchal through and through, all the way through. The world is patriarchal through and through, all the way through. Every nation has been patriarchal all around the world. The question is, is it going to be good patriarchy or bad patriarchy? But what we're exploring today, uh, and pastors, I really want you to lean in and think through this and, and embrace this idea. Why do people rage against the patriarchy? There's two big ideas, I think, of why. Number one is in a father-absent nation, in a father-hungry nation, we have children growing up in fatherless homes. You can see this trend. This trend has been growing since like the 1950s. And really, there's been absent fathers by because of several different factors. When you think about the two world wars that we've been in, the Great Depression in the 20s, and then you, you look at really the 20th century that was a nation of uh, nations at war and a world at war, really, for 100 years. And there are several natural reasons why fathers were emotionally disconnected. That's why baby boomers' fathers, you know, the, the great generation, the greatest generation, they're called, were largely absent in the home. They just were emotionally disconnected for several different reasons. But we've had this growing trend of fatherlessness and the explosion of the nuclear family, 
okay, explosion, nuclear. <laughs> There's just been an explosion of the nuclear family to the point that now in this country, one in every four children are growing up without a father in the home. Now, when you include broken families and you include father and mother both raising their children, the, the statistics on the nuclear family are just its devastating. And it has consequences on a nation. Obviously, a nation cannot rise above the health of the family unit. If the family units, if the households are unhealthy, then the nation's going to be unhealthy. The region that they live in is going to be unhealthy. Churches that don't have strong families can't be strong churches. You just can't be a healthy church. So the number one reason that people rage against the patriarchy is because fathers have left the home. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that as well. In fact, 80% of all divorces, you may have been familiar with this statistic, but 80% of all divorces currently are initiated by the woman. So women and feminism have a lot to play in this as well, but primarily the issue that we're facing is fathers are not present. Fathers are gone. Fathers haven't done whatever they have to do to stay and be there and to be good fathers. Because of that, there's rage against the patriarchy. Why? Because their fathers are not there. In an increasingly fatherless nation, fathers aren't there, and so people are angry at their dads for not being there. Dad, why are you not here? We have a father-centered universe. God is our father. And then when fathers physically are not present, well, people get upset about it. They're really angry about it. They masked it. They get angry and raise the fist in the air. Uh, they burn bras. They repeat the sins of their fathers, and then the next generation of fatherlessness is just perpetuated. It's just a tragic thing. Now, you know the consequences. You've heard about this. You've been to fatherhood.gov. Pastor, you've preached on this, I'm sure. But listen to some of these statistics about those that grow up in fatherless homes. Those who grow up in fatherless homes are four times greater risk of poverty. They're seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen, for the girls, obviously. They are more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely to face abuse and neglect. They're two times greater risk of infant mortality, believe there's crazy statistics like that. They're more likely to uh, to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to go to prison, two times more likely to suffer from uh, and deal with the sin of obesity. They're not suffering from obesity. They're, that's the sin of obesity. Then they are more likely to commit violent crimes, two times more likely to drop out of high school. You can find these statistics everywhere. The federal government knows the issue of the day in our country, and that is fatherlessness. And because of that, people rage against the patriarchy. But here's the second big reason people rage against the patriarchy. Pastors, this is what you're going to deal with. This is what you're going to see. And this is why I want you to lean into patriarchy. Okay? Like lean into this. Don't be afraid and shamed or embarrassed of the term or the concept of father rule. The second big reason is because people are jealous of those who have good fathers. There is a desperation with this father hunger that's in the heart of the human being. That's in the heart of those who don't have a father. They look to others and they see other people that have good fathers and they're incredibly jealous. There was a TV show that was popular and I think it's still on. And as soon as it started to deal with some of the gay stuff and, and the agenda that's there and literally every mainstream media or mainstream television, entertainment, TV show, there was a, it's called This Is Us. And there was a patriarch and the whole show is built around this patriarch. And this guy, I think his name was, uh, yeah, Jack Pearson. Okay. Ladies were goo-goo over this. They were just gaga over this guy. Just loved him. And this was a patriarch. This is a man that made decisions in the family, that led the family, that purchased a vehicle without the permission of his wife. 
He did what he needed to do to take care of his family. He was a good man, and everybody loved him for it. I mean, this is just a few years ago. And this is, at the same time, people are raging against the patriarchy. They're looking at a guy like Jack Pearson from This Is Us and saying, that's a good man. And when I'm watching the show, I'm like, yeah, that is a good man. I want to be like that guy. That's a good dude. And then the show gets crazy and weird and, and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea where the, where the show is or what the show is doing now. The point is, when people see a good man, they long for it. And, and this is what we need within the church. Like, this is what we need leading churches and pastors. Pastors, it is an absolute tragedy that for decade on end, we have had bad patriarchs that have been pastors. I mean, I served in the ministry under a man who said that he had learned his lessons and that he had done parenting wrongly and uh, that he had just learned his lessons. And the man's identity is still tied into this ministry. It's still tied into who he is in, in the ministry and not who he is in Christ. And what this man told me is that in, in all his life, he could only remember one time, one time playing in the yard with his, with his children because he was at work doing church stuff from like eight in the morning till nine at night, every single night. He spent no time with his family. And that is representative of so many pastors that have given their life to the church and have let their, their family suffer for it. And so we have pastor's kids, PKs, right? You know about PKs. And it's a tragedy. Pastors have to lead the way in being good patriarchs, being men who know how to lead their families, know how to lead a church, and know how to lead other men. We have to be the kind of men that other men look at and think, okay, that's the Jack Pearson from This Is Us. That's the kind of man I want to be like. I don't want to be like a kind of the, the, the man that leaves his family in the dust. I don't want to be the kind of man that can't lead other men. I want to be like that man. And God, give me the strength to be like that. And pastors, this is not some like unreachable standard. Pursue holiness every day. Just by the grace of God, understand there's no condemnation for those here in Christ Jesus. And then pursue Christ one step at a time. Be a Christian man. Love your family well. Love your wife well. Rule well in your home. Rule well in the church. Rule well in the world. And what we end up doing is seeing other people do the same in the church. And you find good patriarchs. You find healthy families in a local church. And we start to turn the tide of those who rage against the patriarchy. We have families growing up in homes where fathers are present. And we have other people looking in and saying, I want that. And we have young men around us. Instead of raging against that, instead of the ladies looking and raging, they start to long for good patriarchy. Hey, we're in this for the long haul, right? And if we're going to turn the ship, it's a huge ship and it's got to take a long time to turn. But we can turn it one generation at a time, right? I mean, that's how it works. We're in this for the long haul. We're not in this for like a microwave fix. We're in this for the long haul. So we want to build and raise up patriarchs one child at a time. And then these ladies that are around, they're going to say, yeah, that's the kind of men we want to marry. That's the kind of men that we want leading our families, leading our churches, and leading the world. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. We're going to be back Monday with uh, Biblical Womanhood. We're going to be talking about the woman as helper. And uh, and please subscribe, share. If you're listening on audio, leave a rating or review. And uh, don't forget to sign up for that new great giveaway from Stacked. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a great rest of your week.